It's the Liars for Hire. It's the Liars for Hire. It's the Liars for Hire. What's up, everybody? It's episode 44. You just heard that I'm going to put the actual theme song in, but then I'm just going to I'm also going to do the theme song. So you're just going to have heard it twice. Um, I think. Uh, welcome to episode 44 of Liars for Hire, the only podcast on YouTube. Um, and uh, we're all excited to be back. We all missed you very much, all three of us. Um, and we have a lot to talk about today. Boys, how are you doing? Great. Uh, doing swell. Hey, what's up? It's me, Robbie, dude. What's going on? What's I up? heard from a longtime viewer that this uh, podcast is boring. Oh, my oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, all right, go on. So we're going to have the most interesting podcast episode ever just to spite them. Because they stopped watching recently, didn't they? Uh, so here we go. Our we can't, first, we can't our do first, this. No, our we first can't. segment. No. What on. do you jerk off to? Nifty, um, play the theme. I'm, okay, here I go into editing and adding Nifty. <laughs> well, no! Welcome to What Do You Jerk Off To, uh, the new podcast segment that that one commenter isn't going to be uh, listening to. They're missing out. I forgot we were going to do this. Uh, Jackson, what, what are you going to jerk it off to? No, that is not what you said this fucking segment was going to be. <laughs> this, you know. This, this, is, is, this is different this is lie. from... This Jackson, is different. Uh-huh. What have you been jerking off to? Oh my god. Let me open my browsing history. You know what? Okay. If we're gonna put right. my, myself on blast. Sure. It's only fair. In the meantime. That's what the that's what the segment's about. That's what the I'm, hang on, I'm fucking I didn't uh, do my audio levels. I'm like adjusting them in real time. Um uh, makes us flush at the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> Last uh poison from Final Fight slash Street Fighter. Alright, Chase, what did you jerk off to? Um that's a good qu I don't know, I lot I just I, a lot of OCs on I have a, a a Twitter account that I just I follow a bunch of porn artists that I give a shit about a lot of furries um, so probably like a big buff dog man likely cool yeah all right uh, and the last thing I jerked off to uh, was uh, somebody uh, giving somebody else a blowjob uh, so like a I, real I, person yeah this was yeah this was a video <clears throat> did you fucking hear that Jackson he jerks off to real people. Poison's not real. In the time that I asked you, like a few days ago, uh -huh. what was the last thing you jerked off to, and to now, was it something different? Uh, are you saying have I jerked off since the last time you asked me what the what's the last thing you masturbated to? Yes. Yes. Okay. I you know full full disclosure, I jerk off like every day. It feels, I jerk off all day. That's your it favorite. It feels quote awesome. From, Have you ever jerked off before? It feels great. No. I hands-free cum every time. <laughs> I, I th that's that's I impressive. Think, I think really hard in my mind, and then it just happens. Yeah. I just make shit up and think, and then like that, and then I'm good to go. That's so cool. Well, what's the last... Nah, you know what? I don't like this. I'm not going to ask you what's the last fantasy you created in your mind specifically to make you cum. I'm not that's not what the segment's called. That's if you wanted to make that is. segment, you should have asked... You should have fucking asked Nifty and for anything. And the parasocial relationship grows. And we that don't have... what's the last thing you jerked off to. <laughs> that, uh, we don't have wasn't in what the comments... The, that wasn't what... No. And, you... and I'm... And I'm... <laughs> hey, I'm segmenting into uh -oh. that skit. <laughs> this is the take-home part. A couple of liars at gmail.com let us uh -huh. know what the last thing you jerked off to no, was. No, 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 no. That, 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 what we decided was we want you, okay, 
we were having this Check discussion the other day um, about fetishes that make us angry. Not um, angry. <laughs> fetishes we didn't understand that weren't like a, a, appealing well, to Robbie us personally. Well, got pretty angry at some I of them. I got pretty angry. Yeah, um, it's fine. Whatever. So we, we And we were just like, why don't we don't understand these. Let's see if other people do. So what we're going to do is we're going to open a, like a Tumblr so it's completely anonymous. Uh, and we're going to say, hey, if I you... Tumblr. If you have this fetish, why does it why does it work for you? Like, what's up? Um, and because like we don't know, we don't get it. And so, if you could, you as another functioning human being, another part of a person in society, somebody else who has the ability to vote, come to us, explain in your own terms why it works. Um, what what do you think for for episode one? Uh, what, what what's what's the fetish you think? What what fetish don't you understand? I I understand most fetishes. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> it's pretty bold. I it's whether or not I like them, I guess is a different it's a different. We're we're, try, we're trying to we're trying to understand why other people enjoy it. Like we need the reasonings from people who actively like seek this Let's thing. do an easy one. Okay. Let's do an easy one. Okay. If you're a monster fucker, well, that one's no. I'm okay, fine. that, that yeah, one's I too easy. I understand that one. Yeah, I'm not about there that. There you go. There you go. Email oh, us a feet. couple no, of players no, 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 at no, 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 no. Feet. Let's do feet. I, feet I, is too easy. No, I, here's no. It's not monster fuckers too. That's like why? Why do you like furries? Like, like uh, th- that's too easy. That's that you're, one's. You're you're a fool. I'm not a fool. I'm. I have vision. All right. Also, I just <laughs> I just nabbed explain your fetish dot tumblr dot com. Um, <laughs> oh my god. Which, yes. Dude. Which I feel really good about. That's, That's like a, a really fucking get. Yeah, it's a really good URL. All right, URL. so yeah, we're gonna use that one. <laughs> okay, no, explain your finish. Not It's the first. <laughs> we need to get a POV shot of somebody standing in front of a podium with everybody staring at them, and then there's a big <laughs> button that says submit. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> 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 Okay. Oh. Or like a bunch of people looking at you at a party. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, the looking back image. Like everybody's yeah. just staring at you at a party. Okay. <clears throat> now it's a picture of us staring at you. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, I have I have uh ex- go to explainyourfetish.tumblr.com within seven days and tell us why you like feet. Only if you like feet. Don't try to like explain it like oh they're they're close to each other in the brain. Cause like I understand the I understand the the physiological reason that people like feet is that like the the the, the the part where you like the part of your brain where you feel sensation in your feet and the part where you feel sensation or you like get I don't know the sex part it's close to that so there's like some entanglement but like what's the logic I mean it, 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 let's I want to hear it I want to know I want we're a I sex just, positive podcast we're sex positive we're not gonna we might make fun of you but it's anonymous so it doesn't like it's so fine it's, so it's not actually you. oh my god I did turn on anonymous questions be sure that you click that box because don't, otherwise don't double check otherwise Actually, matter we're fact, gonna read you your name able, out loud we're you gonna read be, your name you out loud be able to double check i have a headache <laughs> uh this is like i'm i've got <laughs> half you, of my when you submit a question the checkbox that says anonymous appears uh-huh. and in a random interval from 30 seconds to 45 seconds it'll disappear Straight up. So, so make sure you click on that button before you don't oh know. Oh my god. Straight up, I have half a mind to delete this entire segment out of the podcast. <laughs> like, this is the this is the closest we've ever gotten to, like, doing some, like, questionable shit. Let us know what you think about it in the comment section below. What's more questionable, this segment or the Liars Club Fuck a Fan Winner Contest t-shirt? Well, we already did that. That's all in the past. Right. Uh, Who was that oh person my- that got banned for doing Fuck a Fan? Uh... Ice Poseidon. 
Ice Poseidon. Yeah, Ice Poseidon got banned for fuck a fan. That guy's a fucking freak. I I think he's funny, but not because of the jokes he tells, just because he's like insane. Because of all the shit. Um, all the shit that happens to him is funny. Yeah. He's he's a fucking he's a magnet for phenomenon. Um. Anyway, that was the what's your fetish or what do you, what do you jerk off to Nifty, segment? Play the theme. Play the theme. I, I he didn't he didn't edit the podcast anymore. No, he doesn't edit the podcast. But I really hope he just puts like a big splat noise. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Well, hey, I added him, so I mean, he's offline right now. Hopefully, by the time he better, this, he better uh, wake up, he's probably at, yeah. He he's better probably fucking at, wake uh, up. He's doing his personal stuff, so don't worry about it. He's he has a life. Yes, he has a you life. Let him out. I I put the lock on his door so he would be able to. He would be twenty four seven. You you let do, him out. You do not interact with our friend. Oh my god. You you know nothing about our friend. You're in a, you're calling him your friend now. That's Ice insane. Poseidon. Ice Poseidon. Check out the clips online. Um, but yeah, what a way to start episode 44. Uh, that and was, hey, that, that one commenter missed out on it. Yeah, embarrassing for them. Um, why, anyhow, are we, why are we on this? Why are we bringing them up? I don't know. Because Robbie is spiteful, that's why. Yeah. yeah <laughs> but also because it's funny. If you talk funny. online, I'm going to talk back. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, have, I have just some, as much of an ability to talk online as you do. Like, what are you going to do? Like, get away with it? Fuck me. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> what a way to put it. Uh, yeah, no, it, it, it's exciting stuff. Uh, well, hey, let, let's let's start this podcast as we usually do. What have you been up to, Robbie? Bud? What's, what's um, up, man? Besides thinking of new podcast segments? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, I mean, that, 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 that just comes to you naturally. Uh, I've been playing Pokemon games. Mm-hmm. I've been petting my dog, Romeo, because <laughs> I, I heard that. He can't that. get on my lap. Oh. <laughs> Come here, you little fucking thing. I've, I've been got, playing Pokemon games pretty pretty frequently. Not just on stream, but like off stream as well. Yeah, because oh, yeah, I have stream. I have two save files going. Ooh. I have Pokemon Crystal for the streams and Pokemon Silver for catching legendaries to bring onto my Pokemon Crystal playthrough. Neato. Neato. Hundred percent playthrough. We've talked I, about it before. Real quick, just so this I can say this out loud. I'm I'm not <laughs> on I'm not on Twitter right now. This is on the time.is website. It's it's currently International Day for Biological Diversity, so be okay. sure to sell. Uh, uh, congratulations to all those who observe. It's um, also National Goth Day. Damn right it, it is. I, yeah. I feel like they have International Goth Day like every two months. And that's at this fine. Point. Not true. <laughs> uh, fucking. But uh, I, I. That's one thing I have always liked about like mods of Pokemon is that like especially as they went on, it became more and more difficult to get legendaries. Like even in the first game, you couldn't get Mewtwo unless it was like an event, right? In the first one. Yeah. No, Mew. Uh, Mew. Mew. You just catch in the game. That's right. Yeah. No, I'm thinking Mew. But uh, yeah, no, I, I, I've always hated that. I've always hated that. Like in this little fucking video game, you could only get specific like Pokemon, and it's not even like like in Gotcha games where it's like, oh, participate in this event, or it's a going away forever. Like that's that's like one thing. But this is like a completely unique animal that you've created. It's not just it's not just like this is Bilbo, the guy you already know from the starter pack, but this time he's got a fucking crazy ex- event exclusive hat on. This is a, this is a new creature you it's brought into gun. the world. Uh, yeah, it was pretty rotten in Gen 4 and 5. Yeah, especially Gen 4. I mean, I, I think that's the reason I'm so crooked about it is because Gen, Gen 4, 4 had fucking, like, 
Arceus and Darkrai and fucking yeah. Manaphy and exactly. Shaman. Yeah, fucking right. Shaman. I will never be, I will never forgive Pokemon what for, for what they did to fucking Shaman, dude. It's horse shit. That's such they, a good Pokemon, dude. It's, what do they it do? is such a cool area. As a child, I was always like, I, I, what do I have to do to get the Pokemon? There's still clearly an event that's supposed to be here. Nope, go to GameStop 10 years ago. You could have done it, idiot. Fuck me. I'm glad you're playing Pokemon, though. It's a fun little series. Fun little it game. Is. I've been having a lot of fun uh, re-experiencing those games. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they're they're a blast. Uh, they're, they're old, which I think is like the charming part about them. Right. Uh, and I think Pokemon games just look better in sprites than they do in 3D. I think they're mm. funner. I don't think I've ever had as much fun playing a, like, 3D Pokemon game as much as I have a sprite Pokemon game. I can't explain it. I think they're just, like, more charming in a way. I have... I, I, I say it all the time. They should just, like, stop being in 3D. Like, they, they should just go back to sprites. I've got this theory mm-hmm. that other okay. games feel more... Like, older games, excuse me. Older games feel more purposeful because um, in new games, you practically do not have to worry about the bounds of like the, or like the size you you're not you're not bound by size you can release a 300 gigabyte game today and people will fucking buy it you know yeah. um whereas back then you had fucking 64 kilobytes or whatever you know and you had to work within your limits it's not that few but you know what i mean um so <clears throat> i uh i i feel like with that you know that old that old saying it's like you know to make a truly great story write 100 percent of it and then cut you know 10 percent out or whatever you know it, 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 that I think applies to old games as well, where they could only keep like the the good stuff, the stuff that mattered. That's my theory. That's my working pet theory. I, yeah, mm, I, I feel like it's. Uh, go ahead, Jackson. No, I was just to say, I'm like, I mean, they worked within limitations, so I'm not true. I'm not sure. Like they cut stuff out. I'm sure there was stuff in concept. They were like, yeah, it would have been cool to add, but we were limited. But I'm not sure. They're like, they built entire things and were like, yeah, pull it out. We don't have enough data. Well, I mean, that's that's the story of Pokemon Red. There was mm. supposed to be, like, it, it, pretty much every feature that's new in Pokemon Gold and Silver were stuff that they just couldn't fit in Pokemon Red. Right. That, isn't it? It's like a fucking, it's a wonder that Pokemon Red and Blue, like, exist, right? Like, those, th- those things are, like, fucking, there is no errant data. There is no fucking, like, w- there is not a single one or zero that is not being used fully. Right? Uh, that, that's what Pokemon, i Pokemon Red and Blue... <clears throat> were a video game made by a little zine company mm-hmm. <laughs> that made zines. Right. Yeah. And they and they got they just they got a chance to make a game and there was one guy in that big company who really, really believed in that concept. Shatoruata? And and, and and that game was Pokemon and it, it is now the most popular franchise ever <laughs> in the world. it is the highest grossing franchise ever uh, you like if you want to talk fucking rags to riches like that little company that just made fucking zines made the the best selling vi- franchise media franchise ever and it's and Sunday still going so we're gonna, it, we're gonna make the best selling let's plays of all time it, mm. it's it, it explains a lot that Pokemon Red and Blue were a fucking mess mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but like an incredibly like beautiful mess, like an oh, elegant I mean, mess. I, I mean, it. They they had something, you know. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, Clearly, they, they had they had a good idea, and they just needed to stick the landing. And uh, for the most part, they fucking stuck it. Lightning in a bottle. Yeah, Lightning th- in a I bottle. mean, there's still not a lot of video games out there that capture the same 
uh, je ne sais quoi of Pokemon. You know, there's obviously the the simplicity of it and the designs are just so eye-catching. Right. And it's just, it's just so easy to play. You can just start playing it. Mm-hmm. Um, where I feel like a lot of other monster-catching games, uh, you know, not a, not a lot of... Not a lot of games really do it as well as Pokemon Red still does it. It's it's crazy to think about. Right. Um Yeah, I I think there's there's a lot of heart in that little game. Um and even more heart in in the sequel. Uh as we start getting to 3 and 4 and 5 that that charm kind of goes away for me. Mm-hmm. Um but uh it just just feels like the the little game that did, you know? Sure, yeah. There's, Makes sense. Yeah, there's a series that tried to copy it that I really love, a uh, Digimon that uh, re- <laughs> yeah. well, no, like straight up, where it was just like, all right, we're gonna try to get on, get on this, on this craze. What can we do? And it went from like, all right, kids having these digital monsters to like, okay, now the kids can turn into like these digital warriors, or like now these kids are part of a secret task force that are stopping people from using Digimon in criminal ways and stuff like that. They got super creative with it. They mm-hmm. they were like, how do we break the mold that Pokemon has set up for like creature creature human interaction media and like right. it i i think it's super cool because now it, it goes from like okay now we're in the digital world the monster is now in the real world i have to keep uh my digital monster locked in a cage because he digivolved and is going fucking insane and i feel <laughs> guilty because i don't know how it's, to help him it's really interesting because digimon um both it, I, where, where pokemon is just sort of like uh, all Pokemon are basically like the, they have the intelligence of like chimps. Mm-hmm. Like they 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 can emote and they can understand basic commands. Uh, Digimon went like the on both opposite ends of that spectrum, where instead of striking that balance in the middle, it's like some Digimon are basically just like humans or smarter, and some are just like the most feral of animals like that you can think of. That just, like just wild animals that like you cannot listen to reason, um, which I th- always thought was kind of neat. I think that's why Pokemon Red was so interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, like, the concept of Mewtwo was always so cool. Like, the, there, there's these mo- like these monsters that just kind of exist. Mm-hmm. Um, and people are still trying to learn more about them somehow. Like, the, I, I guess just, like, the fucking Library of Alexandria burned down or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, like, they they tried to make one, and it went crazy and destroyed a lab and then hid in a cave somewhere. And then you just go off into that cave and try to find it. You know, it's 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 cool. It's it's I, I like concepts uh, like that. Let's go retcon that, which fucking sucked. Where it's now like, well, I mean, let's go sucks. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> but like, you go to the the facility where Mewtwo was made, and you, I, I like the I like the visual storytelling, not the literal storytelling of some of those parts in that game, where it's like. You go into the mansion, the rocket mansion, and then you go to the basement where, like, the science facility is. And the closer you get to where Mewtwo is, the more dittos you encounter. And then when you catch a ditto, you get the Pokédex entry of, like, nobody knows what this Pokémon is from. We just know it's, like, biohazardous, like, runoff, like, failed experiments. Yeah, hmm. yeah. There's there's rumors revolving around that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I how, think- like, ditto might be the failed copies of Mew. I think, I love I think that. they were debunked a while ago, but I also really, really like that. That's a f- really cool theory. I thought it was yeah. confirmed. Uh, I thought Let's Go was, confirmed all that. I mean, Maybe. especially because, like, Ditto and and Mew are the only uh, Pokemon who can learn Transform. Uh, you know, Zor- obviously, Zoroar, the black fox oh, with the red. Oh, Zoroark, yeah, that's yeah. right. They can that, also that transform. That fucking weird thing from Gen 5. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, yeah that's, I that's think, true. I think a lot of what makes those older Pokemon games so much more interesting 
too is just because of their limitations and mm-hmm. because of the way that they told those stories uh like through pokedex entries kind of like a from software game put a quarter in the dark souls jar uh <laughs> but like a, a lot of it was just primitive so like the effects that you saw and the stories that you read and the character sprites that you that you saw and the 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 weird translations by the fucking something awful goon that translated that game yeah uh, like like all of that was so primitive and so limited that you kind of had to connect the dots primitive in your and head. limited that's a rhyme scheme used in the Goku versus Superman epic rap battles of history cool I just realized something I was wrong about where you find Mewtwo and let's go it's all coming back to me he's still in that cave outside of the town it's, where uh, Misty is. He's still in that. That's when Superman says you're primitive and limited. You cool. live in a village of idiots. Uh, let Let's go. Although, like, let's go Pikachu and Eevee. Although bad Pokemon games, they they <laughs> use they use storylines from the fucking uh, original man- uh, manga, fucking manga, where uh, what uh, what's her face shows up with, and she after you get Mewtwo, and it's just like, do you want to fucking fight me? Uh, that's that's what I think. <laughs> 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 I'm not giving into the epic rap I'm battle so, of his shit. Kinda, <laughs> I'm not I, giving I into kinda, the rap battle shit. I kind of tripped you there. I apologize. I, I, if I didn't say it, I, w- it wouldn't have been able to stop thinking about it. Uh, you were thinking of either green or blue, depending green. on what what region you're in. Uh, but yeah, green like shows up, which in the sick. in the manga, and I think in the anime too. She says something really fucking weird in like the anime adaptation of Let's Go. Uh, where uh, you you kick her you kick her Blastoise's ass mm-hmm. with Mewtwo, and then she goes, <laughs> "I think you should be my Pokemon," and then walks away to you, to you the trainer. <laughs> <laughs> what? What? Uh, hey, yo, can, what? Can, have they ever tried to like catch a human in a Pokeball, or can it, does that just not happen? Like, is, uh, is it the... probably happened in the anime where someone like threw a Pokeball at somebody and then it didn't capture them. It, they I think maybe. it only works on Pokemon. Oh, it's they, weird. They throw Pokeballs at like Team Rock, Jesse and James all the time, and they it never works. They just get fucking beamed with them. Lame. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't. I don't think it's ever worked on a. Per- I don't think there's any documented like we caught a person in a Pokeball. <laughs> that as a BuzzFeed article, we 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 made Pokeballs designed for humans. We made Pokemon you... real. <laughs> um, I I one last thing. Mm. I I think that's. Um, what kind of makes video games and specifically older video games so interesting as a storytelling medium is because a lot of them were brought into the world as toys and uh, they didn't have fully formed backstories. They didn't have like a a fleshed out lore. They didn't always have worlds that made cohesive sense, you know, and and, um, as we've been progressing, you know, as as things have gone on, a lot of these really vague, not really clear stories like Pokemon or like Mario uh, uh, you know, fucking all these other ones. They, uh, those are the only thing I can think of. Um, but like, as as we've been moving forward, it's like, yeah, uh, the, po- the the toads turning into bricks. We don't know if that was canon. Uh, you know, fucking there. There's all this like weird lore shit that falls by the wayside and is like retconned. It, it, it all happens in such a fast amount of time. You know, whereas like with Lord of the Rings, it was just like consistent all the way through. You know, there wasn't retconning, not to my yeah. knowledge. Um, but you know, it, it, I just think that's super interesting and it, it sort of at what adds, uh, the mystique, some mystique to, uh, video games as, uh, as they are. And that's what yeah. I feel. Um, uh, I agree. Hey, speaking, Jackson. Of, speaking of anime oh. things. Oh yeah. No, not, not quite. Uh, oh, hey Jackson. Oh, oh wait, are we doing, are we doing another segment here? No, I'm, we're not doing another segment. I asked you what you did this week. Jackson, what did you do this week? 
Uh, I tried to record my demo for VA stuff so I can get myself out there. Haven't recorded it yet. Uh, did some other work. Streamed Life is Strange Before the Storm. You st- you've been streaming a lot of Life is Strange recently. I, Are you a big Life is Strange head now? He likes those games, yeah. I, I, I don't know how to feel about those games because while I was moving to Washington, I wrote a list of game series that I have not played. And then while I was doing that, I wrote out like video essay ideas I think I would like to make. And upon looking at some of those games, I went, you know, a lot of the stuff I see about Life is Strange is that this it's either people really love these games or people fucking despise these games. So I'm going to play them and figure out what might be the reason for that. And if I get through them in a timely manner and if I have some time, I'm going to make a silly little video essay going through all of them, like a big retrospective and be like, okay, this is how I feel about them so far. Here's why I think people really do like them, and here's why I think people really hate them, and then here's my overall personal feelings about this series as a whole. Uh, I mm-hmm. I think a lot of the reason that people didn't like Life is Strange, or at least a, 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 the reason a lot of the buzz around those games was like negative, was because if I'm remembering the timeline correctly, uh, they were kind of coming into prominence around the time that like Gamergate was happening, and so anything that like didn't appeal to the mass demographic of like homogenized gamer bros was kind of immediately scorned, especially because, you know, not for nothing. There was, there's a little bit of cringy writing in that game. Okay. Like, I don't, I don't yeah. think anybody's, so it's part, yeah, it's, there's, nobody's going to deny it's that. Part of what I've written out so far for what I might record out later is that mm-hmm. life is strange is handled uh, like mostly handled by square Enix, but they get don't nod entertainment, which is the studio who made the game. Remember me and, mm. and vampire, to it's French adult writing about American teen angst and drama. So the dialogue comes off really bad. The some of the situations suck. It like they don't make sense in a setting of like you do not understand your setting of is it a college? Is it a high school? Okay, all the people here are 18 and 19 years old, but we're still calling it a high school. I don't get it. And then like they go after they like ditch all the teenage drama stuff. They do what they do best, which is like psycho thriller, like almost horror. So like, I can understand why some people like it, but like this dialogue does not hold these games together. Like it's the Pacific Northwest setting and stuff like that. Like Robbie, Robbie, I know you like life is strange. Like you enjoy, you enjoy that game. (laughs) I really like that first one. Uh, Ku and I talked about it a little bit and we didn't want to talk about like getting a discourse on stream and stuff, but like, yeah, life is strange came out around the time of Gamergate and, uh, and like the big, uh, voice actors union strike and all that. So like in before the storm, most, if not every single character in that game is recasted. So Ashley Birch is no longer Chloe. It's some other voice actress and so on and so forth. And like, you have all these real world issues happening. You're releasing this weird teeny bop drama that is completely tone deaf to how actual teens interact with the world and shit like that. But you're also giving representation at a time where games didn't really have a lot of representation. So I think that's why a majority of people really liked it at the time. And it won so many awards like these games won BAFTA awards Specifically, there's an episode in Life is Strange 1 that I played and I went, damn, uh, this pro- this was the episode that got them the BAFTA, right? And everyone that knew about it went, oh, yeah, no, this was the episode that like for sure won them the BAFTA. And it's like, I, I understand that representation is good, but 
when you have more representation, I do not think you need to keep going back to old rep that doesn't really represent you in a positive way. Because like Life is Strange came out in a time where like this was the only representation of like women loving women. That was it. Like there was no other video mm. games that were really like representing that. But now we're in a modern day age where it's like, let's look at like games like the last of us part two where it is very apparent like yeah no this is kind of like rocky rep and it's not good but then you have other games such as like celeste and whatnot that are super fucking good at represent like representing like different types of people where it's just like you don't have to keep going back to these games that represent you in such a way that are so far removed to what like actual representation is right now like it is, it is astonishing to me. Like I do not get why people cling on to these games so much. And I might be like speaking at a term or at a line, but like I just I don't understand it. I um I don't know. I I feel like there's a lot of feelings involved. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I I specifically with the Life is Strange ones. Uh, or <clears throat> with Life is Strange, it's it seems to be a very. I mean, it doesn't seem it's a very uh, divisive game. Um, and also, you know, not for nothing, it, my, my friend, uh, used to say like back in 2014, he's like, I'm not like an anime guy and I don't really have strong opinions on anime, but like everybody I've ever met who didn't like Konosuba was kind of a cocksucker. Uh, and that's kind of how I feel about life is mm-hmm. strange where it's like everybody who I've ever met who like abhorrently likes, like abhorrently d- dislikes that game. Like, Oh, life is strange. Fucking sucks. One of the worst. It's fucking terrible. Uh, it, they're, they're kind of a cocksucker. Same with like, and, and as long as we're like on this same with like people who like talk shit about like twilight, you know, that, that's like such a bandwagon thing to hate on. Right. You know, um, which isn't to say that, you know, life is strange or twilight or Konosuba for, for what it's worth, uh, you know, don't have valid criticisms levied against them every so often. It's just, you know, I, there's a lot of, um, following the zeitgeist to it. Yeah. You know? And like in my big winded, like exposition, I wasn't saying that life is strange is bad rep and don't like look for it as a representation. I'm just saying like, there is more representation now. You, you, you do not, yeah. you don't yeah. have to keep going back to something like Life is Strange walked so that XYZ yeah. could run or yeah. whatever. And it, Fucking Celeste. So like, again, yeah, Celeste being like an excellent example of a game that I think has awesome representation of like certain topics. Like you, you can, you can look for new things. Th- things are being mm-hmm. made and things are doing it well in a way that you don't have to like be like, doing well, it, doing it, doing, doing, it, it, well. doing it, doing it well. I lost my train of thought. Fuck you. I like, Fuck, I like I'm lost sorry. it. I was, I was doing so well. This is the most you, I have you, ever uh, talked so, on a podcast and you have fucked me. You tripped no, me. Coke. I'm sure you, I'm sure you talked more in electric fun or whatever. Yeah, because it, it was, it was just me and Lex. That's why they gave, he gave me an opportunity to speak. <laughs> well, okay. You, you were talking about how, um, you don't understand how people are clinging on like Celeste and Undertale and all these games, you know, do it better. They're doing it and doing it, mm-hmm. doing it well. I just I just don't get that like that longing. I don't know if it's like a nostalgia feeling or if it's just like or, it's or if it's like, just right? like I found just... the first thing and I'm gonna stick with it because I don't think it gets better. Yeah, I guess there is some like stick to itiveness to it where it's like I, I, it may have been discovered by people who had so little to cling on to that it's like if I let go of this, I don't know if it gets any better. Maybe you know. I don't know. Who's to say? I don't know. Uh, for for what mm. it's worth. Uh, I've disagreed with literally everything both of you have said cool. this entire time. What's up? Oh, cool. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't want to get into it. Like, I, like, I don't, <laughs> it sounds like you do. I, I don't know. I mean, like, I just want to throw it out there that, like, I don't I don't agree with that. 
I don't. I want to. I want to be on the record to say that I don't That's agree fine. with any of this. Which, which which part? Uh, I think. Uh, Oh, first of all, I think the game is good. Oh yeah, like no. Um, so I mean, that's 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 number one. Uh, <laughs> se- <laughs> second of all, uh, I think uh, psychoanalyzing every single person that has ever said that they liked Life is Strange to say, well, you're just clicking onto it because it's the first thing you've ever played is like shitty. Uh, and also, uh, I think that that game did have worth, even though it like could have been better written. Oh, I'm not. Yeah, uh, I'm not. Deri- I'm not like d- making it derivative and saying it has no worth. I'm just saying like. It, in the vacuum of space that it exists in, it, people it, it feels like people are kind of blind to other things that are around it. So that's why it's either people are really like, this is the best game ever, or this game is the worst thing I've ever seen in my entire fucking life. Where I'm... I don't think that's necessarily every true. every every person I've talked to has had like one or the other opinion. I've never met anybody who's kind of like explaining it like I am right now, where it's just kind of like, yeah, like the, it has flaws and things or like there's issues with it and i feel like it could be done better in a way if you did this this and this but like it's still perhaps you're speaking in a tunnel i don't know maybe i still think it's a good game i think that though there if you had somebody else make it you would lose a lot of the meaning that people pulled away from that game so i'm i'm happy that it was made and that people played it but i i am Uh, still kind of feeling the shock waves of it in a way that i don't understand i think uh there's a lot to be said about the viewpoint of I don't know why you don't think there's anything else. Mm. Um, because, like, I don't think people are coming at this by saying this is the only lesbian representation in video games. Mm. Uh, I think people are saying this is one of some worth, uh, and I think it's worth bringing up because it was... Not the first of its kind. There's obviously video games that did lesbian love right. <laughs> and, and you know, everything that Life is Strange talked about before. Um, I think that they just did it in a lot more in-your-face way uh, that and in a lot more relatable way. Like, I know, like, teens don't talk like this, but, like, what, like what, other, what other video game kind of did it in the way that Life is Strange did? Uh, off the top of my head, I can't currently think of one, and I'm sure there's probably one that's like, oh, you, th- you, 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 why didn't you think about this game? But like, bully, <laughs> you know, yeah. like, like I don't know, like there, there's, there's quite a lot to say about what Life is Strange did in the time that it did, from the company that it came from, and why that is important, and why that it should be looked at with a bit of like, hey, this is this is kind of like an important game. Um, I and uh, like. Not to say that it's free of criticism, obviously, like, that game does have some shitty writing and it has, like, one of the worst endings written for any fucking video game ever. But, uh, I I, I think it's kind of unfair to say, yeah, this game has bad writing and has, uh, has some, like, kind of shitty things thrown in there. Therefore, if you like it, this is the only thing that you are like caring about when it comes to this kind of video game, there are better options out there. So stop defending. This uh, no, game. no, no, no. I'm not saying so. I'm probably picking my word choices poorly. I'm not saying stop defending this game or like, don't use this game. I'm just saying that the way this game is made and the way that people are still talking about this game makes it seem like it lives in a vacuum. 
like that it sucks like it sucks people in and either like it, it people stay with it because they enjoy it or people leave it because they're they find something so abhorrent with it that they don't want anything to do with it like it's such a unique game to come out of square enix of all like game studios like i don't understand how square enix was capable of making and distributing something like this that gets people like uh, discussing and talking in a way where it's like we're like right, like you and I, good friends, we're disagreeing on something that I'm like I'm just like this is a game from Square fucking Enix. <laughs> uh, I mean, you have to consider the time right that it came out. Square Enix was making a lot of games that weren't very Square Enix, and by that I mean western inspired video games and not like eastern inspired like japanese developer only video games uh like deus ex like they like they were making deus ex they were making tomb raider at around that time like the these are games that were coming out from square enix that were very much not in line of what they were creating because that's just kind of what they were putting their money into during that time um so like i i feel like when you come at it at like I can't believe the people who made Final Fantasy made Kane and Lynch. Because, like, it's like they didn't, re- like, you know, they didn't. Yeah. Like, it's that that was just kind of, like, under their umbrella of, like, what they were, you know, making and what they were trying to get to at the time. Uh, they got a company that they could make a adventure game about these kind of uh, topics because they had the money to do it. They had the wits to do it. They had the balls to do it. Um, and it... I, it, I mean, it was successful. People liked it. I think people liked it maybe for the wrong reasons. Like, I think to to kind of go along with what you're saying, I don't think a game is good because it has representation in it. Um, but I think the representation that they offered in it um, and the way that they handled it in some of the episodes uh, was pretty good, pretty solid. I enjoyed myself while playing it. That is to say... Uh, this is coming from somebody who is not a lesbian, right? Uh, so, like, it, this is I know uh, a, a lot. A lot of this is obviously very skewed and, and very biased. So, unfortunately, I, you know, there there might not be a lot that I could say. And I have talked to people who are like women who played this game. Is like I don't feel represented by this video game at all. I don't think there's a single thing written in here um, that that I can relate to. But yeah. like at the same time, like I I feel like there's merit and I feel like there's worth there, um, and. Uh, yeah, I think I think you might have just chosen your words wrong because I I was not agreeing with your viewpoint of why do you like this game? There's Undertale. I didn't say Undertale. But like you've played Undertale, right? I didn't say Undertale. Chase said Undertale. <laughs> uh, why do you like this game? There's Celeste, which I don't I don't th- I don't really think are equal. In any, no, I don't think really I'm not saying, saying they're the equal. Thing. I'm just saying like if you're looking for games with with like rep that. Like any topic that does that has any game that has any representation of any topic that really hasn't been done before in a game, I feel like there there are games that that demonstrate it better in a way that lets you explore other avenues. I think it's different. I I just Uh, I don't know. Life. I think I think Celeste's viewpoints and like discussion about anxiety and transness is is not hand in hand with the. lesbian representation no. and the sexual abuse representation that exists in life is strange no i'm my words are being... life is strange i'm, I'm gonna be completely clear i don't know shit about life is strange i know i know very little you play it you and maybe you, i will you should play it and i'm not going to yeah whatever then uh <laughs> fuck that one commentator that uh thinks that our podcast is boring now um <laughs> but all they do is talk about life is strange. Fucking... This is, I think, the most like 
is Fortnite is Fortnite bad now? Like YouTube video, <laughs> fucking like Socratic We're finally dialogue. Finally, a video game podcast. Where th- this is like an actual discussion. It's not like what's it? I, what, did it hurt you when you pee? You know, it's, yeah. it's like we were talking about. What something. do you jerk off to? What do you jerk off to? <laughs> no, it's just I again. I I haven't done a lot of research. I've just done like the basic research and played the game and figure out what the studio does what and what my personal like takeaway was for the game. I still like I have people I want to talk to and get their perspective and get a better understanding of exactly like why life and strange made such an impact and is still continuing to like the the explosion the aftershock is still pushing forward and i want to figure out why that's like the whole purpose like i want to understand just how strong it is and why like initially it was able to pull sure like I'm not, I'm not bagging on it. And I'm not saying like, oh, this game sucks shit. Like it doesn't represent like, like lesbians and sexual in abuse in a, in a way that is like it's like constructive or whatever. It's just like it, it was weird how they did it to me. Why? Why is it so? Why is it so captivating? Why can't I stop thinking about it? Why? Why do I want to learn more? Why do I? Why do I need to discuss and figure this stuff out? Sure. I think you had a whack chat room during your Twitch stream and you're taking it out on the game, but that's my opinion. Uh, I did. <laughs> there, there was a couple of first timers, the first timers when I streamed those games that were like fucking out of pocket. And I was just like, hey, cool. Get out. Yeah, I don't, I'm not sure if you should take it out on Life is Strange. I'm not taking it out on Life is Strange. I feel like I feel like you could you could say that with a lot of things like there's a lot of people who will defend uh, to the death My Hero Academia. <laughs> Uh, oh yeah, because you know that's just the thing that they really like. Right. And there's this not is really the... a lot of criticism about that. I feel like nowadays. This is the segue. This is the segue. Oh wait. I... Uh, well, Chase, we talked about <laughs> we talked about what we were doing this week. Did did you? Let me tell you what I've been doing this week, you guys. <laughs> oh my I'd god. Be happy to. I I the only reason I want to hear you talk about this so bad. Yeah. Go okay. on. Well, here's the thing. I don't know if I'm going to say anything you've never heard before, but I'll get into it. Check it out. Um, the past three days or so, I've been watching My Hero Academia. In, you uh, what? I know, right? He's been uh, in, in the living downtime. room. He's been in the living room watching <laughs> yeah, it. Been on pants the, off. No, on not the pants couch. off. Laying on the couch, wrapped up in his little fucking pizza blanket with his dog, sitting in the living room watching it. And I, every time I go out to get like water or food or throw something away, I, I'm just like, you're still watching that, ain't you? Yeah. Well, I, I still got episodes left, don't I? Yeah, I'm still freaking watching it. Ugh. So, um, I, I started watching My Hero Academia as it was coming out in like 2016 or whatever. Um, specifically because I was coming off of One Punch Man, uh, and at the time, One Punch Man was the best anime I'd ever seen in my entire life. Okay. Uh, and it's still in the top three, I would say. One, one Punch Man Season 1 is fucking god-tier anime. Um, and I was I was on a superhero kick, you know, specifically an anime superhero kick. Uh, and I really needed something to fill that hole. And um, from what I could tell, it seemed like My Hero Academia was going to fill that hole for me. Um, and in some ways it did. Uh, and in some ways it didn't. And in some ways it just made me want more, more One Punch Man. But I still watched up until like uh, partway through season four, I think. Um, wow. Yeah. At, at, at a certain. No, season three. And then uh, after season, or like halfway through season three, I just completely fell off because it just started getting boring and shitty. Um, and uh, and that's kind of how I felt watching season four. I just barely started season five. It's kind of interesting again, but I digress. Um, so as uh, as a youth, um, I, I didn't fully, I wasn't able to fully like, 
you know, make my opinions or like form opinions that were like full and really, you know, got into the the meat of things. Um, and, uh, you know, I, oh my God, Scarlet, I'm talking about my hero academia. I can take you out to pee later. Uh, sorry, I was yelling at my dog. Um, <laughs> I, uh, so, it, it, so here's what I have to say about my hero academia now, especially season four. Uh, that anime suffers from this is a shonen anime disease. Uh, <laughs> we gotta keep it going. Yeah, by which I mean, and not not only that, not only like like oh they you know I, I don't really feel like there's a whole lot of story being told here, but also like even the story that it has to tell that I feel like is actually thought about, it's told in such a clumsy and trope ladled way. Um, I, I can I can sum up the entirety of season four real quick for you. Um, Basically, uh, they all have to go in to save this one little girl, and she's being kept by these Yakuza bosses, uh, specifically because she has um, blood that they're that they're taking from her, and they're turning it into these little bullets, which can permanently erase people's superpowers, um, which is fucked because, like, you know, that's 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 fucked. I, I, you know, to take someone's superpowers away, especially when you know that might drastically alter the trajectory of their life in in a traumatic way. Um, and so they have to go take rescue her. Plus, you know, she's a little girl, so they have to save the little girl. Um, and so most of the season is based around them, um, you know, raiding this compound, this Yakuza compound. Uh, and it takes over. It takes a course over the like an hour and fifteen minutes, I think. Um, and over that time, they split off into like four groups, and each group has like a a a. It they have this like this one you know the one important person in the group, the person that like we have to care about in that group, uh, and so uh, basically what happens is. <sighs> This new enemy. I didn't see him before. This is crazy. Well, I can overpower him. I've been training. He's so much stronger than I anticipated. I'm going to have to go really strong type now. And then, you know, they fight and they fight and they fight. And it's like, fuck. Oh, they're fighting dirty. Oh, gosh, there's nothing that I can do. And then they flash back to, like, when their mom, you know, made them a sandwich one day. And they're like, gee, mom, how do you make your sandwiches so good? And she's like, it's because I make it with love and every single bite. And then they're like... If I'm not putting love in every single punch, then am I really a hero? And then they get, like, really super powerful, and then they do, like, their mega move, and then they win. Um, And that happens maybe, like, five times in a row over the course of, like, ten episodes. Uh, And that's, like, the big climax for each individual encounter. Um... That happened for for Kirishima, who is that uh, the the fighting dude, um, who was like, oh, I can't do it. I'm not strong enough. My my body, his body like gets hard and he like punches hard. That's like his oh, thing. Oh, Red Riot. Yeah, Red Riot. Um, and then he and then he like has a flashback to this this fucking like his his idol, and it's like you have to be manly and fight. And he's like, I have to be manly and fight. And then he like does his big fight and he wins. Um, he doesn't win. He well, gets he the doesn't shit. win, he, but like he he, he makes it he so holds they can up. Win. Yeah, he holds up, gets the shit kicked out of him, and then the pro hero comes in and saves the day. Like, most of these situations at the end of the Yakuza compound thing. Yeah, but he, like, he saved himself, essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, uh, also, Sun Eater, I forget his name, he's part of, like, uh, he, he's part of some secondary or tertiary group of people called the Big Three that are, like, the most popular heroes at the main school. Um, he, he, he's, like, shy, and that's his bit, is that he's, like, super powerful, but he's, like, really shy. Um, and so, he he's, like, 
uh, fuck, our way is blocked by these three goons, and uh, he's with a bunch of pro heroes, and they're like, and he's like, go ahead, I'll keep these guys, I'll hold these guys off. Um, and, and everybody's like, I don't, can you, are you sure? And he's like, oh, please, you can do it. And then he gets like the shit kicked out of him. And then he remembers his friend who's like, I have to keep trying hard because you're trying hard. And so I have to try hard. Uh, and, and, and then he tries hard and then he wins. Um, just completely he wins. Uh, and, and that just like keeps happening. And that happens again. Um, where there's a very, 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 uh, convenient plot development where the main character gets to use a hundred percent of his power. Uh, without it hit, without it like destroying his body, uh, because there's like that the 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 girl whose thing is that she can erase other people's quirk. Her actual quirk is quirks are superpowers. Um, her actual like thing is uh like she reverses human biology. Uh, and if she does it too much, then she like reverts people back to like nothingness, and then they die or they're just like unwritten. Um, and so like he's got her strapped on his back, and so. He's able to like fight 100 percent the the big the big bad guy who like turns into a big monster man, um because like he's got her on his he's she he's got her on his back, and I, it just the whole thing like the whole fucking thing seemed so. I think that's when like it started getting big, <clears throat> like the manga. I think that's when it started getting big and people really started paying attention to it because that's when it like got. Like, it, it felt like he was trying to up the ante, like, the, the mangaka. It felt like he was trying to up the ante so fucking much, so quickly, and he, like, it, he couldn't do it. it. Because it feels, it feels so empty the entire time. And, like, I read the manga, too. And, like, it was a little bit more interesting in the manga, but it's the same content, you know? It, it, it's the same content. There's no, there's nothing different about the story itself. Um... And then, and then the, here's the interesting part. Directly afterwards, it goes into this, like, side arc about these, like, characters who have to fuck off and go do some other shit. And, like, it's a completely no-stake situation where they have to, like, like, they have to, they, like, their their problem is, like, their attitude is shitty. And so they have, they're, like, thrown into the middle of, like, this preschool with a bunch of problem children who are all cocky and they don't listen to their teachers. No, um, and, they have to go, they have to go get the provisional licenses because they're the ones that failed well, the provisional Well, no, that's the reason pass. that they, their attitude is, their attitude is fucked up and that's why they didn't get the provisional licenses. And so this is in the makeup course where they have to, like, prove that they can get the provisional licenses. They ha- they're not taking the test. Um, it's, like, for some of their training, they're thrown into a preschool with a bunch of shitty kids and they have to, like, win over the kids. Um... And, like, that one-and-a-half-episode arc, like, mini-side arc that was, like, a little, like, hey, let's blow off some steam, was so much more, like, emotionally impacting than the entirety of the, like, the first, or maybe, like, the second big important arc of the story, you know? And in, in this, when I say big important arc, I mean, like, ramifications happen in this arc. Things that, that things happen that cannot unhappen or things happen that drastically change the 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 pacing and the the like the content of the story itself the other one the other like the first big one i would say aside from like setting up is is when spoilers this happens in season two i think um when all might finally loses his power and like he can no longer fight and so he's no longer number one and it's just so upsetting and that's not this is just like that's my biggest takeaway it's not even to to talk about like how every single female character is a cheerleader for the men uh or how there's like very blatant like i mean misogyny obviously because it's fucking anime but i don't know it's it's just of it's so troubling i mean obviously i'm this is sort of all of the 
all of the like the, the thin veil of discontent is being bunched up into this one 15 minute segment where I'm talking about it right now. And so all of it's sort of coming out. And I'm not this worked up about it when I'm watching individual episodes, obviously. Otherwise, I would stop watching it because that would be bad for my health. Um, there are some parts of the show that I do like, you know, and, the, you know, the, the, the reason that I got into it in the first place is because, you know, One Punch Man, I like super. I like superheroes. It's cool. It's escapist fantasy. Sure. I like it when, you know, the kids go to this boarding school and they all have superpowers and they get into antics. That's fun. You know, it's obviously a fun premise. It wouldn't be as successful as it, as it is if it wasn't a fun premise. It's just the content and the shit that they want me to care about sucks so much. Um, I, I really, really hope it gets better. I actually looked up, um, I looked up, uh, 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 Last night at the end of that arc I was just telling you about, I, I, I looked up My Hero Academia seasons from ranked from worst to best. Uh, and luckily, season four was uh, in fourth place, I think. Um, but the surprising part is that it's like, oh, yeah, this season kind of sucks because it's got one really good arc and one really bad arc. And I was like, oh, OK, well, at least the second half of this season is going to be good because I just did the bad arc. And they're like, yeah, the Yakuza arc is so good. And then the school festival arc sucks. And I'm like, like, oh, oh, God, like if that was the good arc and then the school festival arc was like fucking great. So that's like people online are fucking stupid, basically. Yeah. Uh, I think that's the biggest takeaway from this episode of the podcast is that people online usually don't know what they're talking about. Um, but, uh, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to keep watching it. Uh, yeah. yeah so, uh, I, basically my biggest takeaways, you know, 10 out of 10 anime, uh, you know, really, really enjoy it a whole lot. Uh, oh and you God. should, you, you should subscribe to Hulu and watch it now. I remember, uh, uh, getting super into my hero academia when it was like the, I, I forget when, I forget when the manga like what point that was at but i remember watching all of season one Mm -hmm. and being super into it i was like this is great this is this is fun all the characters are fun they're introducing these characters oh who are these what's this dark organization they're introducing this is this is awesome cool uh well i'll forget about this And then, it, and then not fucking watch it anymore. And then it just kept fucking going because of course I, it did. Yep. It, I mean, it, it. I mean, here's the thing: is it's fun because it follows the fucking uh, like Harry Potter came to Japan, and then a million mangas that followed that basic premise followed it. Uh, it, it yeah. That's Avengers. Like Avengers happened, and then like like that's yeah. that's it for yeah. Well, I mean, manga the, for the time. It, it's that's fucking Naruto. You know that that's fucking My Hero Academia. That's you know all these Demon fucking Slayer. shows that's just like. This kid with no powers or no nothing special about him get whisked gets whisked away by this you know person that's so fucking cool and powerful and they get like super cool and powerful and then they go to this place where everything's different and everybody's got like cool powers, it like it, it's it it follows that you know dynamic that sort of uh, in in world isekai element to it where it's. God, what a fucking lame thing to say. Uh, yep. But, you know, it just, you know, this person's world changes and they get introduced to a world that they've never seen before. Um, I guess in My Hero Academia, it's a little bit different because, you know, obviously, uh, Dory is, you know, yeah. and that's another thing. Um, <laughs> a lot of the time they, they, they point out like, yeah, this is society with superheroes. Anything can happen. Like, like it's not normal to them. Like a, a lot of the time, like. Because you'd figure this, they're like what nine generations into superpower world. Like that's when the mutation started. So that's like what fucking three hundred years or something. Like, I, I do we ever say like yeah, well that's society with technology when it's not like directly about it's I 
I don't know, that just seems like a weird thing to say in-universe. Like, wow, I can't believe superpowers are so cool. They, you know? Yeah, I think the author took some of that criticism after the Yakuza arc. Because the season you're about to jump into, I think, is really good. Because we were talking about it in the living room where it's just like, there's no real consequences to anybody's actions. They just kind of do something. And if they fail, oh, well. Uh, season five is if you fuck up, you're going to feel the consequences of your actions. I don't, I'm not there yet. I'm, I'm only in the first part of season five where it's like they have class A and class B going against each other. Which is like, that's the good shit. That's like the, because like, it's you're cool. going to see how... All these different super, like, you really super hyper-specific superpowers, like, mesh with each other and how they fight with each other, you know? Mm. Uh, a lot of the time, it's like, oh, it just so happens that, you know, you're stronger and faster than me. Or, like, oh, you covered me in goo, and so now I can't move. Uh, so, it's, it's like, a little bit contrived. And it, I, I, I will not, by any measure, say, oh, yeah, now it's getting good. You know, it, it's just like, okay, now it's finally enjoyable to watch again. You know what I mean? It, um, yeah, it picks up I, in, it, it, like, it picks up in, like, actual storytelling as opposed to, like, well, here's an action scene, here's a, a, a conflict, it's resolved immediately within the episode. I, I wouldn't be able to say uh, to anybody, oh, yeah, you should get into My Hero Academia season five is really good, <laughs> you know? Mm. Uh, I, I, I couldn't say that. I think I would be like, yeah, you should watch season one. Um, should I watch season two? Eh, if you like season mm. one, should I watch season three? I, at this point, you're going to have to start making your own decisions. If you're really but, into it, then yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, at that point, yeah, like, if, you're, if you're like reading, if you're like fucking writing fix about this shit, then maybe. But, you know. Uh, the only thing I know about recent uh, My Hero Academia is uh, that the writer of it hates women. Yep. I, I learned that season one uh, because they, of they, the way he writes women. They keep introducing women... Uh, and then almost immediately having like the most terrible fucking things happen to them, mm -hmm. and then the, the 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 boy characters have to come and and clean it up. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it, it's sort it's sort of the same. Uh, there, there's been a like really weird wave uh, of like I mean, because anime has always been like pretty misogynistic in a lot of ways. Right. Uh, I mean, just like general anime writing culture. I don't want to uh, see anybody in the comments say that's not true. Yeah, don't sh like shut Sh the fuck like, up. Like, you don't know what the hell like, you're talking about. Shut the about. fuck up. Uh, <laughs> but like recently, there's been very like mask off like. I fucking hate women like fucking shield hero and goblin knight or whatever the fuck it was goblin slayer uh, where it's just like, hey, quote, quote unquote recent. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, like the past five years um, where it's just like so violent and dark. And also, I hate women, you know, I hate it, it, women, but also I want to give them fat cow udders. Yes, I want to give them nice, respectable hangers. And also they will be the subject of my writing trauma. Um you know, uh, luckily that hasn't happened in My Hero Academia yet. Uh, so and don't and don't tell me if it does, because uh, I'll discover it by myself. You know, the the entire reason I got into this in the first place, the entire reason I started watching My Hero Academia again. What? Is because I saw a post from anything bot that bot that'll tweet just like random shit. Um, and it was like, how many SpongeBob's would it take to defeat Midoriya Izuku Deku from My Hero Academia, and I went into the comment section of that, and someone was like, 10,000 Spongebobs, because he's because Vigilante Deku is so strong. And I'm like, what's Vigilante what's Deku? Vigilante Deku? I, gotta I gotta find out about Vigilante Deku, dude. Um, and so, yeah, and so that's why I'm watching My Hero Academia, because I gotta figure out what Vigilante Deku is. I think when I stopped reading the manga, I, I remember the exact page. What's that? 
I couldn't tell you what happened in between the ending of season one and that point, mm-hmm. but in in the manga, it does a flash forward of Deku like looking over a city, and he like looks evil. He looks evil. Yeah, yeah. It happens in the manga. It's like a Ooh. flash forward, and it's like Deku looking over a city, looking Dude, evil. Dude, I want I want to see the fucking evil arc of Deku. That, that, that might be vigi- that might be vigilante Deku. Dude, I want to see vigilante Deku. I want to see him kill someone, dude, because he he could fucking he could crush someone's skull with his like hand. You know, there, I want to see him do that. There's gonna be something I, that happens fairly soon in the beginning of that sh- season. Sh- I don't care. Sh- don't no. don't even allude to it. It's fine. No, because if you want vigilante shit. There's like there there's obviously like a turn. You can tell when the I, writer was just like, all right, I'm fucking. I can't keep doing this shit. It's it's not for kids anymore. Yeah, like I'm uh, done. I can't keep fucking writing the way I've been writing. Um, well, I'm looking work. forward to my hero. Uh, in turn, uh, fucking what's what's it called when you go to prison? Uh, uh incarceration. Prison incarceration. school. We should watch yeah. Prison School. No, prison. prison. I love prison. <laughs> Welcome everybody to um, this. This is just going to be called the the fucking critical media analysis podcast episode um because so? that's what we've been doing the whole time we Meek's talked just about shaking his head i have never <laughs> seen Meek shake his head when i'd say i'm gonna talk about this anime <laughs> specifically uh prison, about school? prison school you that's shocking. What? i like tried getting into that when i was like a teenager and like oh this apparently this, this anime is like all about sex and i was like this is like shitty I'm, this is i'm boring. sorry what anime did we sit down and watch like multiple episodes of when we were at fucking ghost planet <laughs> oh black butler yeah yeah, I didn't, like that. Me, I didn't like me that. Meeks, me and Black Butler's great. Me and Meeks watched, uh, <laughs> a, like, I think all of the prison school anime. Uh-huh. Because uh, it's, it's kind of iconic for, like, internet, uh, like, memes. Uh-huh. Right. Uh, so is Parasite. Um, sure. Right. I, I still want to watch Parasite. I, I got to see Parasite, Serial Experiments Lane, and um, one other one. Anyway, continue. Yeah, Dead like, Man Wonderland. Like, one of those is good, and you'll figure it out. Uh <laughs> Uh, but yeah, like, I remember we watched, like, episode one of Prison School, and we both said, this is, like, irredeemable schlock. Oh, yeah, oh, 100%. And, and for some reason, we watched all of it. Oh, my God. Well, I, oh like, my God. That's, like, how it goes sometimes, right? Like, every week, an episode would come out, and we, wa- like, we watched it all the way through, and, like, yep, that episode was terrible, can't wait for next, <laughs> like, like, we did that, like, consistently. <laughs> Uh, I can tell you everything that happens in it. It's bad. No, I'm good. You can keep that one to yourself. Yeah, I'm fine. I know, but it's just like, 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 I do, like, in, in, I, we, I, I remember everything that happens in it. I believe uh, you. I'm but, good. Uh, but I couldn't tell you what happens after season one of My Hero Academia, I guess is what I'm trying to get at. Someone's grilling in our apartment complex. I can smell it. I'm grilling you about your fucking bad anime takes. I'm grilling you, you because we're I said. late for work. You talk uh, wait, about, no, 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 uh, no, 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 no. Before we go to work, on the right over, um, just say one anime that you like and is good, uh, just to cleanse my palate. Go ahead. Uh, Jackson, you go first. Spy Family. Tatami Galaxy. Mob Psycho 100. Okay, let's go to freaking. let's all go good to animes. Big, big Gaming. Woohoo! <laughs> Games Inc. Wasn't we're a big back. Game Inc. 
What, big welcome gaming. to Big Big Gaming. Uh, it's been a while. We were on maternity leave because uh, we all had our <laughs> children. Because we, we all had children, right? Yeah. All got pregnant. Uh, and uh, and we're all very excited to be back. We got a lot of games uh, to come out. Does anybody remember what we made last time? Because I don't. I don't remember what we Donkey, made last time. We made the, the, the Donkey uh, Kong Runaway game. We made the Donkey Kong Runaway game, the mass shooting uh, game, and the uh, mascot punch out game. <laughs> the mascot punch out game. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, I remember that. Okay, cool. Um, and all three of them, I'm sure, did great. Let's make some new ones. Um, uh, oh, let's see. What do we? This have? is the most video game this podcast has ever been. This is I awesome. know. What is? What is this? An episode of Smeg? It's not even. On, it's, <laughs> what's episode three, Robbie? Uh, episode two still needs to come out. Oh yeah, you haven't edited it. Okay. We talk about we talk about uh, the Nintendo Direct that happened like four months ago at this point. Yeah, it'll be fun to listen to. It'll be fun yeah. to listen to in retrospect because that's the one that's the one where Robbie said something that rocked my worldview. Um, <laughs> do you remember what it was, Robbie? Because I do. I do. Yeah, I'm not gonna say it. You're gonna have you can't to say it. You gotta listen to the episode. You gotta listen to the episode. For patrons. All right, check it out. Oh my God, Scarlet wants to go outside so bad. No, you can't. You have to pee on the floor like I do. Um, let's see. The next big IP fighting game. That one's from Lemon Chief. Um, well, I mean, Multiverses just came out, so I, feel, I don't know. Like, what? The next big IP? The next big IP fighting game. Uh. Like, so, like, fucking Multiverses, PlayStation, All-Stars, Super Smash Brothers. Um, I, like, what, what IP hasn't been... Well, no, because we did the brand fighting game last time, right? We so we just made a big IP fighting game. Out, I don't, yeah. I don't, that wasn't, like, keep... a fighting game. That was a punch-out game. I mean, that's, like... Punch out is fighting. Uh, okay. Puzzle trailer. game. Okay. Trailer. All right. Check, check it out. I got a trailer for you. Sure. Okay. Oh my god. The, the creative brain is already working hard. Go ahead. Uh, cut to cut to a high school. Okay. <laughs> Lockers closing. Whoa. Uh, someone so someone someone closes a locker because their cell phone starts ringing, mm. and Jughead Jones picks it up. Oh no. Uh huh. And, and Jughead goes. What is it? I'm kind of busy. Uh, then, okay, so this is this is this is Cole Sprouse Jughead, and, and then and then somebody goes, yeah, it's Cole Sprouse Jughead, and somebody goes, I want to meet you outside, <laughs> and then and then Jughead Jones walks out, <clears throat> and then uh, he he looks up, and Archie's right behind him, and he looks up, and it's uh uh, <laughs> what was that show? It was like a like Supergirl. The, the other show that was oh, on CW? Oh, the CW. Okay, so you want a CW fighting game. I want... No, no. And okay. then and then she comes down and she goes, I need your help. <laughs> so then, uh -huh, okay. And then Sabrina so the then, Teenage Witch rolls so up. So then Sabrina the Teenage Witch shows up. Okay. And then... Uh, can, the tw can the twins from Sister Sister be there? No. Yep. What? And then, yeah, no. Yes. What? Yes. And then the twins from Sister Sister, all of them show up and they go, there's something you need to see. And then they walk up to a pod and it's uh, and it's the fucking main character. It's what's his name from even Stevens. Beans. <laughs> it's Steven. It's Beans. <laughs> Beans. That's not, that's not. Is that even? No, no, yet? no, no. Wait, 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 wait. Can I? Can I? Can I? Can I come into your trailer? Can I put my fingers into yes, your trailer? Yeah, yeah, please, okay. please. So that you, they walk up to the pod, and 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 they see Beans and this tw uh, from fucking Tia and Tamara say he's getting stronger. We won't be able to keep him in for for much longer. And then fucking smart guy comes in from smart guy, and he's like, oh, the formula. And then. Um, uh, uh, no, and then a big portal opens up, and it's the RV from Phil the Future, and Phil runs out, and he's like, <laughs> "Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah." And he's like, "I." Yeah, he's dude. like, "Hey, you. We either gotta dump that thing in the future or the past. We gotta go." Pointing at the beans pod, and they all get in the RV, and it's like this big time travel adventure fighting game. 
And, and, that's that, how and, they, and then Smallville, so Superman from Smallville comes out. And he's like, he comes out with and his wife how, and well, with the fucking fill of the with the fill of the future time machine. That's how they get everybody from like the '90s and the '80s. And like fucking Will Smith is the first DLC pack from from fucking <laughs> Fresh Prince. Fresh Prince, you know. Uh, and then if we go, if we want to like get if we want to get some Pac Man juice in there, we can get fucking the, the like someone from the Brady Bunch or whatever. No, 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 no. no. Fresh Prince is like the Shaggy reveal. So like, <laughs> like everybody's fighting, everybody's like stopping, and then like they all turn, and Uncle Phil comes down with his <laughs> eyes shining. No, 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 no. no. Fucking, <laughs> fucking, fucking, uh, like Tia and Tamara like knock over Sabrina, and Sabrina like she like like gets like she she pushes herself up off the ground and she looks up and you, she can like see the legs of someone and she looks up and you can see like the wacky like arcade floor uh, pants and then you look up and it's Will Smith and he's like I might as well kick it and then he fucking and then like no, dude, curb no, stomps her it's jazz it's jazz <laughs> it's DJ it's Jazzy Joe dude for some reason Will Smith isn't in this game it's just DJ Jazzy no. Jeff. they couldn't get him I, they couldn't get him. DJ they no, no DJ Jazzy Jeff walks up he's like well I gotta kick it and then the small Lizzie McGuire from fucking the cartoon version. Yeah, the cartoon v- version is on his shoulder, and she's like, "Yep, leave it to me." <laughs> what, what's this game called? What's Saturday uh, uh, Morning Slam? I was gonna call it fucking Eight Seven Central. Oh, Eight Seven Central, such a good fucking name for a fighting <laughs> that's game. That's what it's called, the Eight Seven Central. Eight Eight Seven Central. Yeah, got- that's Eight Seven Central. There's the next big IP so fighting game. Just a bunch of live action shows. Yeah, a bunch of like, yeah. these, these teeny bop it, it, shows. Yeah. They use they utilize the same technology that the first Mortal Kombat game had, where it's all just like, <laughs> just like actual people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is awesome. I yeah, play that. for sure. Oh god, I think for DLC it'd be really really funny to just put like fucking like <laughs> Full House, <laughs> just like it, it wasn't a show. Uh-huh. Full Full House should be a stage. Uh, it wasn't a show. It was a movie. But there should be a stage that's the remake of uh, Gem. Yeah. Gem of the Holograms. No. Yeah, 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 that. Also, you know who should be, like, the mega boss at the end of arcade mode? Uh, who's Robot that? Urkel. It's Robot <laughs> Urkel. Yeah, ro- Robot dude, Urkel is the Robot fucking Urkel boss. is our Giga Bowser. Yeah. yeah. He's fucking Akuma, dude. <laughs> fucking Galactus. I mean, obviously, you know, like, the ma- the big bad is, like, beans, you know, at the end of, like, fucking story mode. But arcade mode, Mecha Urkel, like, fucking Robot Urkel just makes too much sense. Be, he fucking, like, he's he's reptile, like, he's a, like, super secret, like, fucking It'd character. be really, yeah. really funny. You have uh, Steven from Even Stevens, but he has, like, a costume that puts him as, like, Sandwich Wiki from Holes and stuff. Yeah! You, have, you, yeah. you fucking have, like, Malcolm and Reese from Malcolm in the Middle as well. You, you fucking get the Agent Cody Banks loadout. Yeah. See, so so it's like a it's like a Mario Baby Mario situation. Mm-hmm. You have Jughead Jones, but you also have Zack and Cody. You have Zack and Cody. <laughs> <laughs> so okay, so this isn't any particular network. It's just all like sitcoms. Yeah. It's any all- any live action show. Eight, they're all getting together. Eight Seven Central is the sitcom fighting game. Yeah, it's a there crossover show. Yeah. Okay. Look forward to it. Look forward to Eight Seven Central. Yeah. Um, that one like feels really good. Let's get like one more in though. Because okay. right. specifically because Scarlet really needs to be. I mean, sure. I can let her out real quick if you want. Uh, no, it's fine. It, I mean, we'll be here for what ten more minutes. Yeah, be fine. Whatever. Um, let's see. Let's think, shall we? Some of these are like too good of ideas to make jokes about. <laughs> Why? Let's do it. Uh, no. Wait. You want to make jokes? You want to be funny about no. this? This is our job. We make the jokes. This here. is our job. 
Um, yes. I'm just going to start reading one from random. Okay. Uh, okay. A game where you make tea and every time you upgrade your tea's cups and saucers to finer quality of... Ho- uh, wait. Your tea's cups and ho- saucers to finer quality. A, a horde of demons invade with the sole purpose of breaking them and ending your dream job of being a fine tea maker. Okay. So, okay. This one seems more like an arts artsy video game. Um, this one isn't going to be, you know, big budget, you know, really striking like Fortnite style or or whatever. This is no, going to no, be no. more like, you know, your fucking Ibs or your uh, And Yet It Moves uh, or, you yeah, know, one of those I more striking I, I got, I got style. Okay. Hear me out. Okay. It's like the Lon Lon Ranch. Like that, like that's the, that's the place. And like the, the inn is like a cafe and you spend your time. It's a 3d game. You can control the camera with the, with the right stick. Mm-hmm. Okay. You spend your time farming, like in harvest moon, like, you right. know, making, making, you know, different spices. Okay. And, you know, making it like, I'm going to make like a pumpkin pie for my cafe. Right. So like you're, you're walking around and that's during the day. Right. But then at night huh. it turns into a character action game. Robbie, I've got bad news. This game already exists. What is it? It's called Reseteer. Exactly. I'm thinking. I'm thinking Reseteer, but it's th- but this is a game where you can control the camera with the right stick. It's a character action game. <laughs> it's it's Reseteer, but third person. Uh, we can make Reseteer again. <laughs> what are they, they, they going to do? Say no. Should we make it again? <laughs> the fuck the goons that translated that game are going to tell us no. Probably. <laughs> they they think they have the goal too. So and, this is going to be like a JRPG style game. Where like daytime you're you're managing a shop, nighttime you're 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 going out and you're finding not just different spices but different weapons. Or or maybe we can have it be fun and stylized so like you can cook weapons up like the fucking like it's the, like Plants vs Zombies. The the cobbler the the cobbler clobbler clob wait cobbler clobberer where it's like a big hammer but it's like a pie on the front of it. You it's, know, it, so it's like it, like you could do Plants vs Zombies where it's like hey. Uh, this this thing that you're making in this patch, it's it's all right. Like you know, that's 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 okay. Ingredients, but you can take off the seeds, and they're really good for your pistols. Mm. <laughs> and like that, and like you could use that against the, the the goblins that come at night that you have to fend off from your beautiful tea recipe that your grandma gave you. Mm-hmm. And like the first night, the first night is just like three goblins that are like coming to, and fuck they just you cause up. a ruckus. Like they're yeah. in, they're in there. They're like, rah, rah, and, and to find stuff, you're just like in your backyard and stuff like that. And then as as it continues, you ha- you unlock more of the map to like roam around. You know, more of the woods surrounding your little your little cat. It's not like much of a. Tea. It looks. They think at this point, it's more of like a cafe. It's not just a tea shop. Yeah. Um, uh, and, and like you know, you you unlock more of the grounds, and you can you know find more exotic uh, minerals and spices, um, like in Reseteer. Like in Reseteer, yes, exactly. Uh, and uh, at the end, you fight. At the very end of the game, you fight. Jackson, take it away. You fight a big demon bowl in your in your in your tea shop. And, and it and it's and that's and that's the only thing that it, fucking makes sense. And the health dude, and the it? health and the health bar comes up and it just says bull 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 in the china shop. <laughs> what if there was like in a po- like all the goblins are actually like one of the reasons why they like hate your tea shop so much is because in Goblin Town the Goblin Queen has a tea shop, 
And like hers is like, oh, like, so, she, so you want it to be like a cute little rivalry thing. It's she not sells, just like, she sells the best goblin tea ever. And you okay. sell shit tea. So like, fuck your tea shit place. human tea. Shit. Yeah. Tea. And we could we could talk about like how ethnocentrism is, is toxic and uh, trying to find a moral universal center is going to only get people killed. This game is very political. Yes. It's very anthropological, sociological. Kill um, all whites. Kill all whites. This is going to have a very strong anti-white sentiment. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, those chalkies are going to get it, uh, and 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 it's called. Let's really think here. Porcelain power. I don't know. Porcelain princess. White. <laughs> uh, the name of the game is brew, called Brew It Up. Brouhaha. <laughs> Brouhaha. <laughs> no, no, that's like a fighting game. I feel like Brouhaha is like like a culinary fighting game. I, I, I like where your head's at. I do like Let, where your head's at. We could be cute we'd be like, let's brew it. Let's brew it. That's like too indie. The brewing no, that's stand. That's like that's just like, like so too indie. indie? Yeah, we're trying like, to get triple A. Just call, here. just call it the brewing stand. That's like that's it's the like, name of the shop and whatever, but like that's also the name of the game. It's, it's like indie enough that they didn't have a budget to think of a good title. Let's <laughs> call it Y2K. Uh, fucking <laughs> It's called uh, Cheers. Pinky out. I don't know. It's called yeah. It's called Cheers. Cheers. And it's just it's just it's just Cheers. It's just it's the it's the it's the bar from Cheers. No, 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 no. It's exactly the same. Make your way in the world today, Jake. Everything you got. You still don't got a lot of money. I feel sure, like, it would help I think a lot. Brouhaha is good. I feel would like Cheers is good, but I feel like there's something away. better. I feel like there's something we're missing here. I feel like there's something obvious I that we could grab. Pinkies out or like something out or tea time. Just call it like tea time. Sometimes you wanna go. Tea time is good. I like tea time. Tea time. But we gotta get something that also encompasses like the the uh, the adventuring element, right? A proper a, a proper shop. I don't know. It's a fucking co-op game. Call it Tea for Two. I really do like a proper shop, actually. Proper shop is actually very cute. Yeah, I, I like a proper shop because because this entire time you're like trying to live up to the, like the legacy of your grandma, who was like the best. Like she was like a really sweet like old lady, but also like the the strongest adventurer that ever lived. And so you have to you have to follow in her final. It's like in her final will, she was like, "Please, darling, do what you can to keep my legacy alive and run." And then the title card drops a proper shop. I I think that's I think that's good. I think it's called a proper shop. It's called All a proper right. shop. All right. Yeah. Well, there's eight seven central and a proper shop. Add that to a yeah. list of uh, cool games. Inc. I'm gonna send that up the pneumatic tube. There it goes, and it's going up to the uh, top <laughs> office, and and I'm feeling good about that. Well, there goes the 3ds games. And that's the and that's how the cookie crumbles. Thanks for uh, thanks for coming. I'm big. Why my, did we call it cookie crumbles? Shut up. Cool Games Inc. Woo! Everybody, thank you so much for joining us this evening, uh, as you always do. <laughs> uh, for Liars for Hire episode 34, uh, things got exciting. Things got a little heated. I can see an entire, uh, like, 10-minute section where I didn't talk, where you guys were talking about uh, Little Strange. What is that game called? Life is Strange. Little Nightmares or whatever, yeah. Little Nightmares. Um, uh, little so Inferno. In Little Inferno. That's a good game. It's a cute game. <clears throat> uh, come back next week. Uh, well, fuck. It's been so long. Uh, we're gonna have a questions episode, and we're gonna have a freaking guest episode, all in both two and one. It's exciting stuff. Really? Is, is it both? Get? Who are we gonna get? Uh, Jimmy Wetzel. 
Nice. No, no, you're not. Yeah. No, you're not. No, we're not. We're not getting Jimmy Wetzel. I'm sorry. Oh. We're getting Brutal Moose. Yeah. No, we're not. No, no, I'm just kidding. We're not oh, actually. What? We're getting everybody else from Hidden Block. We're uh, not doing normal boots because they got some. They got some bad apples in that one. Not um, anymore. <laughs> I don't know. I, don't, I haven't been keeping up with normal boots. I don't know who's Peanut Butter Gamer. Little... What are you doing here? We're gonna get uh, Kid <laughs> Kid like Pit. We're gonna get. We're gonna get Caddy. We're gonna get Caddy. Um, from Undertale. We're gonna get. We're gonna get Space Hamster. From Undertale. Uh, we're gonna. We're gonna get uh, uh, Irate Gamer. P what's his name? Peter. Peter Nets. I don't know. We're gonna get. Uh, uh, who's that one that like, all, like he had like sort of been scrimplified? Um, what? He's been like scrimplified by like all the all the everybody thinks he's so cute and kawaii and <laughs> small bean. What the fuck are you um, talking about? What's his name? I don't know. What are you talking about? Yeah, what are you on? Scott the Waz. Scott the Waz, dude. <laughs> we're gonna get Scott the Waz. No, yeah. we're not. He has a TV show now. He wants Scott nothing with us. He wants nothing to do with us. Commenters who know what these words mean, get in fucking get in the comments and say that I'm wrong. Tell we're me that's Nathaniel Bandy. Tell me that fucking Scott the Waz hasn't been scrimplified. Oh yeah, let's talk to Nathaniel Bandy about his really famous series, Triggered. Triggered. Yeah, this triggers you. Yeah. That, good night, everybody. Like really Thank you for idea. listening. <laughs> Wait, I'm gonna get, get every member from Game Explain. I want to get BTS on the podcast. All the ones who still exist. <laughs> Good night, everybody. We're gonna get Jerma, Elvis. Shut up! Yo. I'm stopping I'm turning, this. I'm turning off my recording. Liars.